we are back with another episode of SEC Tavern Talk, and I think we're all in a good mood today <laughs> <laughs> because Tennessee lost. Uh, so yeah, Wes, what's going on, buddy? Hey, roll tide, go Blazers! It's a good day. It's a good week. Got the cupcakes done. Now headed into rivalry week. Couldn't be. Couldn't be better unless unless there was a huge feast between now and then. Oh wait. Oh wait. <laughs> unless you're an old miss and uh Mississippi State fan, then you're eating the feast as you watch your game. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and LSU got that cupcake out of the way. Oh oh <laughs> can can we mute him? <laughs> <laughs> and that was um, you said uh, go go roll tide and go Blazers. You forgot to say uh, go Gamecocks too. Um, moving on to Rob, what's up, man? What's going on? Oh man, I'm just glad to. Uh, man, that Kentucky game was frustrating. Whew. But at least it was capped off by South Carolina completely destroying Tennessee. Yep, it was a great way to end the night. I was extremely wonderful way to end the night. What what a what a perfect time for Rattler to have the greatest game of his entire career. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's been so inconsistent, man. But man, he played lights out Saturday. Ooh, as it. a as a Bama fan who remembers Stephen Garcia in 2010, <laughs> Tennessee folks, I feel your pain. I really do. And too bad. <laughs> and yet you still love their pain. Yes, 100%. Nobody likes you. <laughs> they low down. Hates you go and eat worms. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got worms. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's what we're going to call it. Uh, well, anyway, so what happened with the Bama game this past week? Oh, we had a little tune-up. Um, some guy named Austin showed up. And, um, you know, everything was uh, pretty normal until the coin flip. And uh, then it just turned into a practice, really. Let's go. Pee. Um, Let's go. Pee. <laughs> yeah. You, we're number you, one. And then they just peed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it was weird. Uh, I, I figured this game was going to be sort of a back to basics, back to fundamentals after, um, you know, the, the season that we've had wanting to finish strong. And I think they had three straight uh, Austin P had three straight drives of either nine or 10 plays or more that got into Bama territory. Now, thankfully they came away with zero points, but I'm sitting there going, what is happening? Like how is Austin P moving the ball this much, this consistently uh, and then they did it again at the start of the second half. So we're talking at least four drives um, that got into Bama territory. Uh, but all things considered, I mean, a win is a win, 34 to nothing. You know, that's that's not anything to uh, shake a stick at. Um, big, big standout. You know, of course, this year we've been looking at penalties, only four penalties in this game. I thought that was huge. Um, but again, turnovers were a bugaboo. Uh, Bama gave up three turnovers, got three turnovers, but still not uh, winning the turnover battle. 
just broke even uh, once again. It says so. It's been another one of those types of games, which isn't isn't bringing the most confidence going into the Iron Bowl, but you know we'll we'll see where where we go from here. But you know we're at nine and two, still a top ten team, three touchdown favorite going into the Iron Bowl, looking for a New Year's game. So, I mean. Things could be a whole lot worse. Yep, they could. <laughs> um, as we've seen. Uh, Rob, what, so tell us about the Georgia and, and Kentucky game that was so frustrating. Oh, man. Uh, let's just say I have not been th- that mad and yelling that much in a long time. Our defense was playing well our offense would drive the ball down the field and then kick a field goal, drive it down, kick a field goal. It was like we'd get to the red zone and it's like we forget how to, we'd forget how to score. And we even got down fourth and goal on the one and we went for it and they stopped us. And it's just like we can't get it in there. And then one drive we get called for a ridiculous P.I., and then they give them the freaking spot of the century when the dude literally caught the ball and ran backwards. <laughs> I'm like, that's not forward progression. <laughs> Learn the rule. So, I mean, it, it was what it was. Like, we weren't going to lose that game, but it was just – these little bitty things that just set me off. And uh, I don't know. It, it was already frustrating because we barely beat them. And uh, I mean, to be fair, it was like 38 or lower temperature wise. And the wind was blowing like crazy. Um, they said it was blowing really hard. So it kind of gives a little bit of um, slack to the way Stetson was throwing the ball. Um, Still don't like some of the decisions he made, but, you know, you're not going to be super accurate when the wind is drastically changing the trajectory of your pass. So, but on a good note, um, Kenny Mack had – a great night on the ground. I think he had 130 or 40 something yards on the ground. We had over 200 for the, for the day as a team. So, oh no, it wasn't a bad day. We just like a lot of, um, favored teams. We, we didn't play the best. seemed to be a bad week to be the favorite this week. (laughs) Um, but unlike Tennessee, we didn't get beat down. So we didn't get beat down because we ain't low down. So. <laughs> that was frustrating, but that's all right. We'll take it out on tech this week. Yeah. Good old class and clean hate or something like that. Old fashioned hate. Clean old fashioned hate. Clean old fashioned hate. Clean old fashioned hate. Yeah. Well, the Razorbacks won. <laughs> uh, it was just a little bit, just, just, just a little bit, man. 
Um, honestly, the, the score does not indicate how bad we whipped them because, I mean, we were up 42 to six after the first drive of the second half. And then we just basically just let off the gas and just played to, to win the game rather than like to, yeah, they were just playing clock, clock management at that point. Uh, we never scored again and they scored 21 points in the fourth quarter. So whatever um you know they were talking about the that when, when have you ever seen three three players in one game rush for 200 yards which is true you know we had a guy you know uh rocket led the way with 232 yards and and judkins has 214 and evans has 207 but most of their yards were in the fourth quarter when we weren't playing <laughs> like it's just be real and they had actually had more yards than we did so that's a that's a win in field position and special teams and uh our defense really because you know they had a loss of down like they drove down to like our 10 yard line and went forward on the on fourth down once and lost it and then they also had a missed field goal so yeah and and then you know our punter was just lights out so yeah we we won the game on field position and just efficiency so that's nice to see um that they can outgain us and still get blown out (laughs) so um but yeah kj you know 17 for 22 for 168 yards like i said that's basically the first half because he didn't throw after that first series of the second half i don't think he ever did um Three touchdown passes. Not bad for a running quarterback, right? Um, <laughs> and I posted earlier that uh, Arkansas has 2,500 rushing yards and 2,500 passing yards this year. Like, straight balanced attack for sure, <laughs> if there ever was one. So, yeah. Pretty sweet. Um, it was a nice win. It was good to beat Kiffin. Um 42 to 27. I was happy and I got to rub it in my uh, razor, Razorback fan faces that had given up on us two weeks ago. I said, I said two weeks ago after we lost to Liberty, I said we will split these two games, uh, LSU and Ole Miss. We'll win one of them. And I you were and I, correct. And I was correct. And I figured that we would be competitive in both of them, and we were. Um, honestly, if we had KJ last week, pfft, yeah, I know I would have lost to LSU. Um, it's, it's really frustrating because I was talking to my boss this morning. who's a Bama fan. He said that team who played Ole Miss, uh, Saturday, that's the team that, that played us in the third quarter. <laughs> like, <laughs> I said, yeah, like it, it's been so frustrating because when, when KJ is healthy, every game that he's been healthy in, we've won every single one of those games. But any game that he's either played hurt or not played at all, we lost. So we live and die by KJ. And so it's like, I don't know what we're going to do when he leaves. <laughs> but it's he's more than likely probably not going anywhere next year, hopefully. Um, we'll see how that works if he you know tries out in the combine or whatever. But... I hope he stays because we're not ready for him to leave. <laughs> God. 
Uh, sucks to not have a competent backup. Really, really sucks. We do have a guy coming up next year that should be good, but he needs a he needs a red shirt year. He does not need to be starting. Okay. Now, now that we're done with that, go hogs. Um UAB lost. But didn't they wasn't it close like early on? It was. Um first play of the second quarter, uh UAB kicked a field goal to make it fourteen to ten. Okay. And um uh, uh, then really from there, uh, they, they remembered that their UAB playing in a division, uh, playing a division winner in the SEC and uh, then proceeded accordingly. Um, I'll tell you one thing that, that stood out, though. Um, my my biggest focal point going into the game was Dwayne McBride. Uh, he was the nation's leading rusher uh, going into Saturday, only 13 carries. I thought that was a really odd way to use such a potent weapon on the road, had some success early. Um, but um, as I was getting ready for it this week, he's dropped a little bit in the rankings, but of the top 10 rushers in the nation, um, eight of them have uh, more than, uh, have 229 attempts or more. There's only two that have fewer than 220. Dwayne McBride is one. Do y'all know who the other guy is? JB should. Oh, oh, it's it's um it's it's Rocket Sanders. Yeah, 209 attempts. So of uh, of the we've talked about him before just to, you know, kind of go back to uh, Arkansas. Um of the top 10 leading rushers in the country, he's in the mix with uh, by far the fewest. Uh, attempts so I thought that was really neat little tidbit him and uh McBride two really underrated uh I think underappreciated running backs uh in the country right now yeah like um you know Rocket Sanders he's like right neck and neck with Judkins but if you look Mm -hmm. at the yards yards per carry um you know Sanders owns him um because he doesn't we don't depend on the run game like Ole Miss depends on the run game. You know, Judkins touches the ball 25 times a game. You know, yep. Rocket Rocket might rush for 15, maybe. <laughs> you know, like uh, – and he's going to get 200 yards on those 15 carries. <laughs> so, it's like <laughs> – um, but one more thing about Arkansas, I will say this. Your boy Drew Sanders got him an interception there um, uh, Saturday. And yes. he is leading the conference in sacks, and he is third in the conference in tackles. So – that's awesome. Uh, how? Why? Why did y'all give him up? I'm glad. I'm glad y'all gave him up. I'm glad. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you because we had him as outside. Yeah. And he was playing backup with Will Anderson and Dallas Turner, and um, he wanted to uh, move over to the inside, and Arkansas let him move over to the inside. It looks like it was the right call. Yeah. Dude What's, is killing it. He really is, man. He's dude's gonna be playing on Sundays, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and Bumper Pool, like I just. Uh, you know, people talk about our defense, man, being quote unquote bad, but it's just the first several games of the year, our passing defense was just, we didn't have any guys. Like when we lost our best, our best cornerback was out in the first and then people just started going, getting banged up left and right, coming back, going back, coming. It's just, um, but we've got, you know, two guys in the top five in sacks, 
um, two guys in the top five in tackles. Uh, and then Dwight McLeathern is number two in the league in interceptions. Um, so it, our defense is good. I mean, it's just we've been not been consistent. <laughs> we'll just say that. Um, and any team that can pass the ball decent is going to have a way with us. And it also, when KJ's not playing, we don't have a competent enough quarterback to keep the defense off the field. So they look like trash. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's you become like, very one dimensional. Yeah. It's just like that fourth quarter against Ole Miss. We weren't really playing offense to, to score at all. We were just kind of trying to run the clock down, but that led to a lot of three and outs. We might get one or two uh, first downs here. The defense wasn't staying off the field very long. Of course, Ole Miss scored three unanswered uh, touchdowns. So, it's it's a a domino effect there. So, um, all right. So LSU beats UAB forty one ten after we spent forever talking about Arkansas. Um, <laughs> as we said, Alabama beat Austin P thirty four to nothing. Hey, Austin P seven and four this year. We're gonna be bowling with somebody. Um, Mississippi State beats ETSU fifty six to seven. Uh, and congratulations, Texas A&M. You gave UMass their 10th loss of the season. Good job. I'm, I'm very proud of you. <laughs> Scoring a mighty 20 points at home against arguably the worst football program in the country. <laughs> they didn't score more than once in any quarter. <laughs> that's That's one of the most pathetic things I've... <laughs> See. Yeah. Like, halftime score was 10 to 3 and they added 10 more points in the second half. Yep, they went 3 Woo. 7 3 7 every quarter. It's like yeah. It's it <laughs> can't even It's not even funny anymore. It's just sad. But it's yeah. also funny. <laughs> it is. Uh speaking of funny, Vandy beats Florida and um Yes. Yes. Uh, anchor down, anchor down into the pit of the swamp. <laughs> uh, so anyway, again, it's, it is a done deal that Vandy is going to have a better record than A&M this year. Correct. <laughs> and that just makes me happy. Also shout out to Vandy's kicker, Joseph Bullivus. Y'all may recognize that name. I don't know. I know my Bama fans in the audience do. He uh, he actually transferred from Bama to Vandy, so it's nice to see him doing well up there. He he got a couple field goals, PATs. He's doing his thing. Yep. At least it's a boy. Um, <laughs> next we've got. <laughs> Uh, as we said, Georgia beat Kentucky 16-6 to in Lexington. Auburn is inching close to, to bowl eligible, but it's not probably going to happen. Um, they beat Western Kentucky at home 41-17, to which brings their record to 5-6. and six. Um, Tennessee goes to Columbia, South Carolina, and gets, gets smoked. 63 to 38. 
South Carolina covered the 22.5 point spread and then some. <laughs> that is a 51 point swing. <laughs> Not too shabby. Not too shabby indeed. I'd take it. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, and yet I still saw Tennessee fans talk, making excuses, talking smack, and I'm like, just, just stay down and shut up. <laughs> I mean, and I say what you will, uh, <laughs> say what you will about uh, Hooker going down, and I know he's, you know, what was in the running for the Heisman going into it, but Spencer Rattler threw for 453 yards. Mm-hmm. It, nobody on the offense uh, in Big Orange Country had anything to do with that. When you let Spencer Radler throw over 450 yards, and uh, gosh, I, f- I forget six touchdowns. Was it five or six touchdowns? Six. It was like, six. Six touch. Oh my gosh! And they, and they ran a fireworks. Yeah. Touchdown. I mean, yeah. <laughs> He just run out of fireworks. Didn't have a hundred yard rusher, by the way, in, right. in that game. Mm-hmm. All through the air, and you know, we were talking about this—the craziness of the Kentucky game. How Will Levis didn't pass for more than a hundred yards against this secondary. Spencer Rattler certainly maximized his opportunity. Mm-hmm. It, it really was. I, I was having flashbacks of Stephen Garcia in 2010, watching him like, where did this guy come from? Like we have not seen this guy play like this before. And I bet you in, in, in following Garcia, he will never play like this again. He will yeah. not have another game like this. He's just going to fade off into the sunset. The best part about it was after they stormed the field, everybody started chanting, Beamer ball, Beamer yeah. ball. And I was like, yes. Oh, speaking of charging the field, Jesse uh, Vandy, like their students got yeah. into like an organized line. <laughs> Very <laughs> calmly, just, yeah. Uh-huh. That's, I just, that was that one this week. Like, Ironically, not, not, not the wildest fan storming the field, but at the same time, the wildest fan storming the field episode I think I've ever seen. <laughs> oh yeah. That was, that was hilarious. And then that uh, one guy on who posted it on Twitter, and then somebody commented, "There's nothing funny about safety." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, so yeah, uh, South Carolina drops sixty three on Tennessee, and you know what? Earlier in the year, when we beat South Carolina, people were saying, "How did y'all let South Carolina score? What was it, thirty points or something? They scored on us." Uh, I need to have to look back. Yeah, we beat them 44 to 30. You know, like Arkansas's, you know, secondary is trash. They let South Carolina score 30 on them. Okay, well, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 30 is a lot better than 63. Um, Yep. (laughs) That's like Tennessee fans were, a couple of them were like, oh, y'all barely beat Kentucky. And I'm like, and yet no one cares. No one is talking about that. Everyone is talking about the fact that y'all just got dominated by South Carolina. It doesn't matter whether you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. winning. <laughs> that was the great philosopher, Dom Toretto, who said that. Yep. Yeah, big family man. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very big family man. 
<laughs> uh, last but not least, actually probably is least, uh, Missouri beats New Mexico State <laughs> 40, 45 to 14. Speaking of the worst teams in FBS. Oh, they covered. I called that. Thank you. Both of y'all said they wouldn't. Yeah. Hey, New Mexico State's four and six. They can still be bowl eligible. What? Why? Why? Yeah. Are they, oh, they had a postponed game against San Jose yep. State, which they'll probably lose, and they'll probably lose Liberty too. Uh, I don't know the way Liberty's played the last couple. Of weeks. I know what the heck has happened to them, man. It's like they they you beat BYU them, and then Arkansas, and then they just okay, we're done playing. Arkansas was their Super Bowl, was their oh, national yeah. championship. Yeah. No lie. Maybe after the Arkansas game, Hugh Freeze finalized his resume and sent it over to Auburn. <laughs> oh, it's kind of checked out. Quiet quitting. I hope not. I want him to stay. His his uh, Twitter should just be Mister Freeze. Mister Freeze. It really should. And then with a pic, his profile picture should just be Arnold Schwarzenegger from. The movie. Yeah. <laughs> so real quick on Hendon Hooker. He tore his ACL, right? Yeah. Um well that has it been officially confirmed that he did? I know that, I know that was a speculation, but I I thought it was uh announced yes sir. Y'all y'all keep talking. I'll do my stat thing. I think it was. Um, but I, anyway, I was just saying like I'm trying to think of players that tore their ACL and then, you know, like a year later they came back. Um, I mean, he's done. Didn't that happen to, what was that running back? Eligibility, at, isn't he? What was that running back at Oklahoma? Um, Adrian Peterson. Didn't he tear his ACL? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happens to a lot of running backs. Happens to a lot of receivers. Um, doggone um, Jamison Williams had that happen to him uh, last year and he was able to, he wound up playing later on that season. Oh, really? Yeah. That's was, usually it, like a year long thing. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if it was, it, it wasn't a, as bad a tear as um, mm-hmm. some, maybe not like a full tear partially torn, something like that. Um, but it's, it's wild. But I mean, from Adrian Peterson's day, the, the medical technology around that, is just light years ahead of what it was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, ACL used to injure career, mm-hmm. you know, back in the seventies, eighties, like you done. Yeah. You were done. Ah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I didn't realize he is a senior. So yeah, he's, he's done, man. That sucks. <clears throat> but is he a super senior? That's the question. And, and can he get a medical red shirt? That's another question. Well, no, he can't because he's already played throughout the year. You can't – not at the end of the year like that. That's true. Um, well, the the only thing that would add to it oh, – go ahead. Year, I was going to say, is he a yeah. super senior yet? Because if he hasn't had a COVID year, then he could have one more. That's true. Um, um, and then, like, you know, Peterson, he when he tore his ACL, he didn't play that entire year, but then he he was healthy enough to go to the Combine. And or I think he played in the bowl game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then he went to the combine and then was drafted like you know first round. So I mean, it's possible that he could bounce back eventually, but 
it it doesn't look good for him and it sucks sucks for him i hate none, none of us like tennessee but we don't want to see that happen to any you know 22 yeah. year old kid so 24 oh um brief brief me a culpa jameson williams Tore his ACL in the national championship game. He's expected to play this year. So in less than a calendar year mm. from having his uh, ACL tear, he's expected to play uh, for Detroit, I think is where he got drafted. Gotcha. So, yeah, but still, I mean, le- less than 12 months from tear to back on the field. That's nice. wild. Uh, wow. So Hooker can still come back. I, I mean, he can have a, a fine career uh, on Sundays. Uh, from the uh, <laughs> from the brief uh, looking I've done at the NFL uh, this season, there, there's some teams hurting for some quarterbacks. So yeah, <laughs> he'll right? definitely have a shot. Yeah, it's, quarterbacks have been rough this year. Um, it looks like he played. Um, so let's see, he started in 2018, then 19, 20, 21. He played. He had. He was three years at Tech and two at Tennessee. But the question I'm trying to figure out how many games he played his first year at Tech. That's the one question. Because <clears throat> if he played less than four, then um, he played three. Then he could use that as a red shirt year. He played mm. three games his first year, so he can. Oh, that is his red shirt year. Yeah. But then, right. but, but then he gets the, a COVID year. He gets a COVID year too, so he could come back. Yeah. Huh. Question is, Willie though, he could be a super senior. Yeah, we had a lot of those last year. That's why That's we won nine Stetson games is. last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why well, we have a twenty-five-year-old quarterback? Yeah. That, True. That's that's what a lot of people are like. Um that's why a lot of people were falling off the hog wagon saying, well, we won nine games last year. We're back to five and five. I'm like, okay. We had like seven or eight super seniors last year that were leading that team and mm-hmm. they're gone. <laughs> so just lay off us. Okay. We're, we'll be, we'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody ever wins nine games in their second season as a head coach, especially after, after two straight two and 10 seasons. So, you can't expect us to go up from there in, in year yeah. three. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> gosh, <laughs> whatever. So back to, okay. So I guess we can move on to Hatters. Uh, um, yeah. Who, who you got Wes? Well, it should not be a surprise to anybody who's been listening to us uh, this season. Uh, any chance I get to pick against Tennessee, I'm going to take it. And when Tennessee is a mere 14-point favorite on the road to a surging Vanderbilt team, um, you know, I, I don't say this just because I'm anti-Tennessee, although I am. But the loss of, of Hooker is going to be huge in Tennessee's offense. And... Um, uh, Vanderbilt also uh, does a really good job in their own passing game, protecting the quarterback and scoring touchdowns with the pass. So tied for fourth in the league. So give me Vandy to pull that upset clean at home and hit that bowl eligibility uh, with <laughs> another loss for Tennessee. <laughs> All right, Rob. 
See, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and, and disagree with your one of your early com earlier comments, uh, Wes. I'm gonna say Beamer Ball beats Clemson. Love give it. Me, give me another week of Rattler. He's got he's got some confidence now. They're they're the team, the fans, everyone's believing in him. I think a lot of. Um, My thing with Rattler, I think he was definitely overrated, overhyped. But at the same time, the the kid is very a super talented athlete. He's just had a lot of things that he's had to work out. Um, I think a lot of things are mental. And I also think he, he just um, – is I think it's another one of those where the pure talent a lot of times takes over the – you know, his check downs and everything. Um our struggle for him, but hey, he made it work this week. Made Tennessee look like a fool, and I love picking Clemson to lose. So you know, it's a win-win. Yeah, give me give me a Beamer ball to upset the fourteen and a half point spread and went out right. You know, if you, <laughs> I need to start writing this stuff down because I, I I knew that y'all were going to pick both those two games just because I know who y'all hate. Um, so, but. And honestly, I wanted to pick both of them, but I figured y'all would, so I just picked some. I, I picked something else. Well, I would love to pick Vandy over Tennessee, but I just don't see it happening. Just do it. Just do it. Like Nike. That's right. Uh, pick Georgia Tech. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wish. Um, you know, it's funny. I. I'm looking at this game, and there's no reason I should pick it, but I probably will just because I'm picking Cal to beat UCLA. Love it. Uh, the Berkeley Love Bears it. at home. Uh, I thought about that. But. UCLA is coming off two straight losses after they were like everybody was looking at them as a Pac-12 uh, champion contender, and then they dropped – the game to Arizona, then they dropped the game to USC, um, which was at home. Both of those were at home. So I'm thinking that they've let the, the wind has been let out of their sails. And this is uh, a trap game <laughs> for them. Uh, They're in a tailspin. Yeah, exactly. It, it, at the end of the year. And, you know, Cal's just coming off that, you know, 27 to 10 win. And, um, Against Stanford, you know Stanford's not a good team, but you know they've they've beaten some. Like I think Stanford, who did they beat earlier this year? They, they, Notre Dame, who's mm-hmm. like that's one of two losses that Notre Dame has this year. <laughs> Notre Dame has beaten the two teams that are going to play in the ACC championship. <laughs> Notre Dame has three losses. Okay. Well, anyway, what I'm saying is, yeah, don't forget Marshall. Yeah. That's that's true. Uh, yes. Oh yeah. Ohio state. I forgot about Ohio state. I'm never going to forget Marshall. Don't, don't worry about that. (laughs) Hey, did you, did you hear about Notre Dame losing to Marshall? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So, but yeah, Notre Dame has beaten Clemson and North Carolina and they're both. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, I I like Cal's chances in this game. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt that I have a son named Cal, (laughs) <laughs> and I have a, a Berkeley Bears t-shirt that's just got the cow logo on it. 
Um, I should have wore it tonight, but I think it's dirty. Um, but yeah, give me the Berkeley Bears to beat UCLA at home. And yeah, that would be cool. Chip Kelly loses freaking mind. All right, moving on. SEC games, the games that matter. Um, starting with Thanksgiving Day, we have the Egg Bowl. Uh, Mississippi State takes on Ole Miss in Oxford. Ole Miss is a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Wes, who you got? Oh, man. First, I just want to take a moment and soak this in. Rivalry week, by far the best week outside of maybe week one when the season starts. Just all of these games. Oh, it's so beautiful. I just want to take a moment to soak it in because it's going to be gone before we know it. That said, give me Mike Leach and the Cowbell to pull the upset on the road to a team that's you know, kind of kind of on their way down. Back-to-back losses against Alabama, against Arkansas. About to lose their coach, apparently, maybe. We don't know. But uh, so many distractions with the weather turning. Uh, anything can happen. And uh, give me... Give me the Bulldogs for the upset. Rob, what about you? All right, before I make this pick, I got to ask y'all, did you see the video of Leach being questioned about Thanksgiving? <laughs> oh, was it recent? I think so. I saw it recently. But they were asking him, this lady was asking him about uh, eating. He's like, well, you know, I, I'll make the gravy. And uh, I make pretty good gravy, pretty great <laughs> gravy. He's like, I don't cook much, but I make pretty great gravy. <laughs> that sounds like him. And he just, he keeps going on. And he's like, and, and he just adds a few more things. And, you know, we eat this and this. <laughs> but he was just so focused on that gravy. <laughs> I mean, I to be like, fair, his gravy is really good, apparently. <laughs> apparently. I got to send that to you, though, because it's like, it, it's so it's definitely a Mike Leach thing. <laughs> oh man, it was good. But um no as far as a pick, um Gimme State. Um I agree, Wes. I think I think State's gonna pull the upset on the road. Give me that air raid to beat beat uh old lane train. Not so fast, my friends. There it is. Saw that one coming. Uh, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. These these two teams, like, it, you look at their, their defensive stats, they're both neck, like, they both allow 24 points a game. Uh, Mississippi State allows 24.4. Ole Miss is 24.2. Um, they're pretty close on – you know, rushing and passing yards, but offensively they are polar opposites, right? Um, Ole Miss lives and dies by the run, but darts a decent pass or two when he, when he needs to. Um, And Mississippi state, you know, lives and die by the lives and dies by the pass, but you know, they can run the ball 
you know, on occasion. They they did against us for some reason, even though even though we have a really good run defense. That's our strong suit. Um I just you know, Ole Miss coming off two straight losses. You know, I, I just don't see them crashing and burning like that. Um I think Kiffin is still even if he's leaving, you know, he's still Kiffin and he's still competitive and he still has a chip on his shoulder. He doesn't want to lose this game. Uh, the players don't want to lose this game. And as I say all the time, I prefer a rushing attack over a passing attack. I like being able to control the clock and, and limit uh, mistakes and limit, you know, potential turnovers. So give me the running game versus the passing game. All day, every day. I'm taking Ole Miss, and what are what are the points? Two and a half. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the points too. I mean, that's all right. Next, we have the Arkansas Razorbacks facing the Missouri Tigers. Uh, Arkansas is a three point favorite on the road. Uh, Wes, who you got? First, let me say it's still a travesty that Arkansas is not playing LSU the day after Thanksgiving. The Golden Boot needs to come back to Black Friday. Thank you. What kind of a, a rivalry game is this, by the way? They just made oh, this, this is. Up. Oh, it's it's like the battle line or something like that. It, it's it's called no, the battle. I mean, like, it's a manufactured rival game, is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's not it's not a real rivalry. Yeah, it's it's not like they uh, they played for a trophy back in the Southwest days or anything like that. Yeah, but uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, that said, I like Arkansas here. Um, Missouri plays really good defense, but as long as KJ's under center or you know a few yards behind center uh, with Rocket <laughs> Sanders to hand the ball off to, KJ is always a threat to run. He can pass. Um, you know, we were talking about that earlier, his his stats, even after missing uh, three games plus, because he, he went out uh, during the Alabama game and missed a good bit of that, uh, good chunk of that game as well. I think Arkansas has got this. I'm surprised at the, the three-point figure, I'll, I'll be honest, even though it's on the road. Um, give me Arkansas and, and give me the points. I'll, I'll say by a touchdown, though. I'll say Missouri keeps it close. Okay, Rob? Um, give me Arkansas, um, by 10. I don't really have much more to say about it. It's all, all I got to say about that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I like Arkansas, you know, coming off that Ole Miss win, um, Missouri is actually is better than people give, have given them credit for, as we have discussed on here. Um, you know, that South Carolina wind is looking mighty pretty now, isn't it? <laughs> um, but I think Arkansas has the momentum. I think they've got a healthy KJ Jefferson. And as long as they've got him, I really, really like their chances to win. And get this, man. Arkansas beats Missouri and then they win their bowl game. That's eight wins, man. That's one less than last year. Take that, all you haters out there who think that we're falling off the map. Like, come on, <laughs> like for real. Uh, Let me. I'll change one thing. I still, I still pick Arkansas, but 
I'll say by seven, only because it's in Como. Missouri yeah. has shown that mm. playing at home this year, their defense is good. Um, I don't know why. Like it's it seems like night and day the difference they play. Uh, I still would give the edge to Arkansas, but um, I mean they put. Now a lot of this was field position and Georgia didn't get up for it, but they defended Georgia very well that game. So I mean, all the credit for them to them for that. Um, but I think Arkansas will ultimately win that game. Yeah. Side note, real quick about about Arkansas. You're talking about going to a bowl game and winning. Um, one of the um, bowl predictions that that us uh, you know looking up to see what teams are going to which bowls. Um, one of the predictions I saw was Arkansas playing in the Texas Bowl against the Longhorns. Yes. Uh, I remember what happened last time we went to the Texas Bowl against them. Bumped them. Yep. <laughs> that was beautiful. So, All right. Um, and that was with Brett Bielema, too. That wasn't our best team. Bert. Uh, <laughs> Bert. Um. Now we've got Florida versus Florida State. Florida State is a nine and a half point favorite at home. Wes, who you got? Mm, that is an intriguing matchup. We talked before the show. If if that spread had made it to ten, that might have been a hatter pick. Um, but um, I I think Florida State is just playing overall uh, better football than the Gators right now. That uh, they're riding a winning streak. They played uh, two of the best teams in the conference, super close uh, in NC State and uh, Clemson. So I, I think Florida State's got a lot more um, on their sideline. So give me Florida State to win it. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say they get the points too. Uh, it's going to be a double-digit game. I, I think Florida, after losing to Vandy on the road, is demoralized, <laughs> turning around and going to Tallahassee. Right after that, um, you know, sort of like with Tennessee, I think the wheels are falling off. It's just they don't have much left after the wheels have already fallen off with Florida. Mm -hmm. Rob? Man, I'm not going to lie. I really thought I was going to have to not so fast you, but I agree with you. Um, Yeah, give me Florida State. They've got it at home. Florida's falling off. Florida State's playing well, and, and I mean, you know, the lousy stinking Gators are going to get be give me, I'll lay the points as well. Um, yeah, I Florida on the road, I, I just don't see it. Um, so, yeah, give me Florida State and the points. Yeah. Um... That that loss in Nashville just kind of sticks out. <laughs> Saturday, so it like, really does. I'm like, so let's go from one capital city to the next, uh, from Nashville to Tallahassee, um, and yeah, give me Florida State uh, in this That's game. Country song, by the way, from Nashville to Tallahassee. This, it should be right. <laughs> it really should be. <laughs> Get on that George Strait. <laughs> uh. There's a name for the show. From Nashville to Tallahassee. Sounds like a country song. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, give me Florida State and give me the points, man. I, I, 
Uh, they've been playing well, as much as I hate to say it. But yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take the Seminoles. All right, next we've got speaking of teams that people hate. South Carolina versus Clemson. Clemson is a 14-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Rob, we've already heard your pick. Wes, who you got? Um, I like Rob's pick in this. This was one of those where I considered it for the Hatter. Um, I I picked South Carolina in a non-Hatter big upset last week. I think they're going to do it again. I like them in this, and I also like Clemson getting knocked out of the playoff picture. And, uh, you know, go Beamer ball. (laughs) <laughs> um man i'm gonna have to not so fast y'all again because i just i think they've got national championship eyes on the prize and a loss at south a loss versus south carolina is an automatic out um so i, I don't honestly here's the thing i don't think they're going to beat north carolina so, but I think they still got the confidence that, you know, if they went out, they can be in the, they can be, they, they could make it to the playoff. We still don't know if they will, because we'll see how everything else rolls out. Um, but I think they have a lot of confidence going into this game. You know, they've, you know, say what you will about them. They've handled their business against uh, you know everybody that they, except for Notre Dame, um, but in conference games. So like you know NC State, Wake Forest. I mean those are good teams. South uh, Syracuse, Florida State. Um, you know, these are ranked teams. So like they they've handled their business. They've had some scares, but and then look at the last couple of weeks versus Miami and Louisville. They just trounced both of them. So I mean I I like Clemson to win this game because I think they're still, they still have hopes to make it to the playoff. And, and I don't think they're going to drop this one. Uh, they will drop the game against Mac Brown in two weeks. So um, next we've got Georgia tech versus Georgia. I'm not even going to ask who's picking who did. Does Georgia cover the 36 point spread? This, this game is not even, why, why does this still a game? Why, why do y'all still play this? Like, <laughs> You, you want my honest thoughts? Yes. I've been saying for years. I, I don't know how many years now. I don't want it to be a thing. Because here's the thing. It offers nothing for Georgia. Absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And it offers everything for Tech. If they beat Georgia, they don't care what happens the rest of the season. They can lose every single other game. I know people joke about that, but Tech really means it. <laughs> If they beat Georgia, they'd be they they'd be happy. Um, in Georgia, they win that they could win by sixty points Saturday, and they wouldn't care. Like it, it means nothing. I would at this point, I'd rather play Georgia State or Georgia Southern. Like <laughs> that's how ridiculous this game is. Um, I don't know. Like I actually wouldn't mind playing Georgia Southern. You know, um, but I want to say it's still on the triple option, in, that, in which case, no. <laughs> I'm done with the triple option. That's just an easy way to get – that's the other thing I always hate about Tech for years is we'd play them and then we'd get guys injured at the end of the season, right before postseason. 
So it's just stupid. But <clears throat> no, I mean, I don't. I don't. It's it's not even that fun to watch, honestly. Like, yeah, we we beat them so much in my lifetime that it's like it's fun to win a game. But other than that, it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> well, so here's the thing though. And, and we can get back to the picks in just a second, but here's the question on that. Like you've got Florida and Florida state, you've got Alabama and Auburn. Um, so you, you that, those are not going to be your rivalry game during rivalry week. So who do you put there? You're not going to be Clemson. Um, Cause that, all those teams have in-state rivalries. So, I mean, would you say like maybe a Miami or, like, because Miami doesn't really have a rivalry game in that they're, they're playing Pittsburgh this week. So, like, wait, you said for for who to replace Georgia Tech at the end of the season during rivalry week? Because oh. you can't pick Florida and you can't pick Auburn and you can't pick Clemson. So, I don't know. I'd have to think about that one, to be honest with you. That's why I just said something, because Georgia Southern has honestly been discussed. I mean, that's not a great option, but at this point it's better than that. <laughs> at least they might score some points against you with the triple option. I mean, I don't know, though. There's not, there's not really that many schools that – choose from that would be like because there's not another in-state option other than Georgia Southern or Georgia State um, yeah that's why I'm thinking like Miami or um, gosh I don't know I mean I'd be fine with Troy. Miami play Troy <laughs> UT Chattanooga there you go there I you mean go. again probably a better opponent than <laughs> That that could be a better battle line border war than Arkansas, Missouri. Here's the thing: at least for me, it'd be great because I could go home to my parents' house and watch them play at UTC McKenzie Arena. I'd be All fine right, with th- that. Th- there you go. That's it. All right, Georgia, UT Chattanooga, because it's easier for Rob and it will give his parents <laughs> some FaceTime with their son. Let's go ahead and set that up. Hey, <laughs> well, here's the thing: Tech Stadium's just. Uh, not any better than McKenzie Arena. <laughs> I guess you could play Tennessee because really McKen- it's Tennessee and Vandy that big of a robbery. Like, I'm not even – it's not McKenzie Arena. I'm thinking um, – but it's – it's uh, anyway. The, um, Talk about Georgia, in, Georgia Tech? No, no, no. Oh. UT. See, um, McKenzie Arena is the basketball stadium. Sorry. Um, but – the the football field, UTC doesn't even own it. That's what's so funny about it. They they lease it. <laughs> so, <laughs> like they rent it out to use. So, Good it belongs time. to the city of Chattanooga. <laughs> okay, so does Georgia cover the thirty six point spread? Yes. Okay, Wes. I think so. Yeah, I, to to answer your question though, I think this rivalry goes back to the OG SEC. Mm-hmm. Georgia Tech was a charter member, just like uh, LSU Tulane was a big rivalry back in the day. Uh, but I'm I'm kind of with Rob on this one. I, I think Georgia Georgia Tech should probably go the way of LSU Tulane. Just let them go off. And if we see see you in a bowl game, great. We can hate you then, but 
36 point spread. I mean, and, and this is normal, right? Yeah, I mean, when's the, year, when's the last time? Yeah. When's the last time it was less than three touchdowns? <laughs> I really don't know. Like, it's just awful. It's it's a cupcake the week after cupcakes. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, yeah, Georgia all the way, 100%. All right. Next we've got I'm, – I'm saying that they cover the spread, too. Uh, next we've got the – the Kentucky Bowl. Do they have a a name for this rivalry? The L, the Louisville. The Governor's Bush? Cup. This the Governor's Cup. That's right. Yeah, it's could have something to do with horses. Couldn't. Uh, anyway, so we've got Louisville versus Kentucky. Kentucky's a three and a half point favorite. Wes, who you got? I was just thinking, bring your green hat because you know the hats <laughs> at the Derby. <laughs> but anywho, um, that's what it could be. I, the Derby I, Bowl. It should be the Derby right. Bowl. Right or the, the bourbon, derby bowl. Ooh, the, the bourbon bowl, got the it. Bourbon got bowl, it. oh no, because you can't have the cocktail party, so you can't have any kind of rivalry that's associated with booze. <laughs> it makes people cry. Uh, give me the Wildcats. They're they're three and a half point favorite at home. Give me the points with them. Uh, I I like the Wildcats. I like Stoops. Uh, I like them a whole lot better than whatever Louisville's doing. Um, they they've bounced back pretty well. I mean, their last law or their their only loss in the last five games is to Clemson, so it's not going to be an, an easy game. But uh, yeah, give me the Wildcats to pull this one out. Rob, you know I'm not picking Louisville. Come on, <laughs> whoa, whoa! It's, it's basketball season has started. I refuse to pick any team with the name Louisville. Um, yeah, no, I but. In all seriousness, I, I agree with Les. Uh, give me Kentucky and the points. Yeah, and we just beat them by twenty six points in our or thirty six points in our game. So, in in basketball game, excuse me. <laughs> uh, yeah, give me give me Kentucky. Give me the points. This, yeah. <laughs> all right, so the Iron Bowl. Another. This is not all right. So Alabama's a twenty-one and a half point favorite at home. <laughs> Wes, do they cover the spread? I'm I'm gonna say no. Um, even with an, uh, a clearly outmatched or overmatched Austin P last week, I thought Alabama looked uh, too often um, pedestrian uh, in the way they were playing. Meanwhile, Auburn is playing lights out for their interim coach. Um, I don't see any earth-shattering announcements that are, you know, actual besides Twitter rumors about their head coach uh, permanent position. So I think Auburn is going to prep and and bring it. Um, the weather report is going to be in the 40s and rainy. Um, and as good as Bama has has been at home. Um, if they're not playing sound fundamental football with it cold and wet, you can expect some mistakes with the mistakes. You can expect some chippiness. So I expect the penalties, uh, to go up, uh, maybe even more than, uh, the normal average for the home game. I expect us to lose the turnover battle. And when you do that in any game, much less a rivalry game, it's going to be closer than expected. Roll Tide. Uh, yeah, I, uh, uh, Rob, what do you think? Alabama by 17, so no, they don't cover. 
uh, Alabama by 50. <laughs> now, <laughs> give me Bama to take care of business at home. And it is a rivalry game. And I think Auburn has been playing with some extra fire since Cadillac took over. Um, even the old, the Mississippi State game that they lost, I mean, they took them to overtime, and it's Mississippi State. I mean, it's a good football team. Um, but I think Bama's going to be too much for them. You know, 21-and-a-half point spread. Gosh. Yeah, I I, I don't think they cover that either. I, I It's just they've been playing people too, too close. Their defense has not been strong. So, uh, yeah, it, I, I'll, I'm not taking the points on that. So. All right, the other manufactured rivalry game. Um, number six, LSU takes on Texas A&M with the 12th man and all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> should be 11 and a third at this point, right? <laughs> Pretty much. If, if if they have any kind of advantage at all. Um, Texas A&M or LSU is a 10-point favorite on the road. All right, Wes. <laughs> I just want to rewind a bit. After week one, LSU loses on a missed PAT to Florida State. Would anybody have suggested that LSU would be a double-digit favorite on the road against preseason top 10 Texas A&M, and then look at where we are now. I think they need the 12th man actually on the field, um, <laughs> and it still might not work. <laughs> what, will, the, will their next coach have an NIL deal maybe? maybe that, that Maybe he can do something, but uh, no. Um, I say LSU is, is going to knock the socks off them. I mean, it's not going to be pretty, um, and they're going to enjoy it too. And for the record – I dislike this rivalry more than Arkansas-Missouri. I I see this as, Mm -hmm. for the SEC, what the ACC envisioned Florida State-Miami, putting them in the same division, having them play in a a trumped-up rivalry game. I I just – I don't think this has become what anybody – or what the powers that be wanted it to be when A&M joined the, the conference. Really, the most notable game was like the what seven eight overtime game a few years back, and that's it. I mean, it's yeah, it's a throwaway game. It's it, it's filler when you don't need filler. It's rivalry week for crying out loud. Let Texas A&M go play Missouri in some kind of made up border, whatever. <laughs> Give us the golden boot. Okay, sorry, LSU by a, a bajillion. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. LSU by Bajillion. Yes. um, Greg Sankey, if you're listening to this, give us back the golden boot on uh, Friday after Thanksgiving. Please, please, please. Because I miss it. I miss it. I don't want to play Missouri anymore. It's a stupid rivalry. Stupid, stupid robbery. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. This is actually probably dumber than the the Missouri and Arkansas one because um, I think ours is more of like 
just mutual like we actually kind of like each other you know <laughs> like yeah um but i will say that ever since we you know hired Barry Odom it's kind of gotten a little bit chippier so uh but you know that is what it is he didn't make it as a head coach over the, up there so yeah um yeah give me LSU and give me those points man this is not going to be pretty i this is ooh, ooh. um I said at the beginning of the year that Texas A&M is overrated, but I never would have pictured this, man. To, for them to go four and eight, man. I mean, eight and four, I probably would have predicted, <laughs> but not four and eight. Uh, okay, so Tennessee takes on Vandy, and Vandy's a 14-point favorite at home. Wes, we already heard your pick. Rob, who you got? I'm laughing because you skipped me on that last one, but – Oh, Vandy by fifty. I don't care. I mean, I agree with y'all. So. Vandy by um, fifty. I got Tennessee and the points in this one. Even though Hooker's out, I think Joe Milton will do enough. They'll. I. I honestly think Tennessee will run the ball a lot, <clears throat> and Joe Milton will do enough with his arm. Uh, to get the fourteen point spread. As much as I hate it, I would absolutely love if Vanderbilt did this. It, nothing would make me happier <laughs> than to see Tennessee get beat two weeks in a row. But I don't, I don't see it happening. Yeah, uh, I would love to see Vandy beat Tennessee, but I just don't think it's going to happen. And I really, I really hope I'm wrong. I, I would. Love to be wrong in this case, but I don't see it happening. I think they're going to, you know what? I'm going to say Vandy covers the spread. I, I, I say, I say Tennessee wins by like 10. So, all right. Do we have any top 25 games this week? Tulane and Cincinnati. Does anybody care about that game? Tulane. Uh, two Come on, man. That's, that's an old school SEC team. I mean, we picked a Georgia Tech game for crying out loud. <laughs> That's, true. <laughs> That's true. Okay, Wes, who you got in that game? Oh, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I, no, Tulane was in our pick this past week, and I picked them, and they lost. So get, give me Cincinnati just on that basis. Uh, and, and the two-point spread. Cincinnati and the points. Yeah. And it, it's at home, too. It's at, it's at Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. All right, Rob. What was this? Tulane against who? Cincinnati. <laughs> I don't even know, man. Why are we picking this? <laughs> because the committee wants to spread the wealth around and rank these teams instead of putting a four-loss SEC or uh, or Big Ten team in, which they should do in in, in the first place. Um, Give me Cincinnati. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even care. <laughs> uh, yeah me too Cincinnati that'll give us another another good win in our column if you know Cincinnati moves up and yeah. so uh, alright NC State takes on North Carolina North Carolina is a six and a half point favorite at home uh, Wes who you got uh, give me NC State to pull that upset on the road and completely up in the ACC picture 
Mm. Mm. Rob? Well, the picture was already upended when North Carolina lost to Tech. That's true. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about that earlier when I was talking about Clemson. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but I think Tech's going to – I mean, uh, I think North Carolina's going to be pissed off. So give me North Carolina with the points. Yeah, I was looking back at, at NC State's schedule, and they um, they lost to Boston College, who was three and eight, including a forty-four to nothing loss um, against Notre Dame. Yeah, I I don't like this. Inst- I mean, NC State's a good team, but I just I think. North Carolina bounces back. As I've said multiple times, they have two national championship coaches on their team. <laughs> um, yeah, give me North Carolina uh, to beat NC State at home, and I'll take the points as well. All right, and next we've got the big game of the week. <laughs> number three versus number two, Michigan versus Ohio State. Ohio State's a seven and a half point favorite at home. Wes, who you got? Mm, this is the the biggest matchup between these two teams since what was it, two thousand six, two thousand seven? When it was one versus when, two. Yeah, one, one versus two. I think mm-hmm. one of them had had a loss, uh, and the other was undefeated. Now they're both undefeated. I think, I think it's going to be a great game. I think they were both undefeated then. They, they may have been. Uh, come to think of it. Uh, yeah, if you're one and two in the BCS era, yeah, they'd have to be uh, undefeated. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I think this is going to be a, a great game to watch. Uh, it's going to be super cold because it's at uh, Columbus. I mean, Michigan's <laughs> even further north. But <laughs> it's going to be um, cold either way. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving weekend. It's rivalry. Um as much as I don't like either of these teams generally, um, it's a fun historic rivalry to watch. Uh, and, and I'm going to uh, enjoy watching Ohio state beat Michigan just because I, I'm not a huge fan of khaki pants. I'm, I'd like to see him go back to losing to Ohio state every year. You know, I used to always hate Ohio state, but then whenever Harbaugh took over at Michigan, now I'm like, Oh, I hate Michigan so much more than yeah. Ohio State. Like, I can't stand a khaki pants. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Rob, the points, too. Gotcha. All right, Rob. Yeah. Um, I think for me, the two biggest keys of this is that it's in the shoe and that Michigan won last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, give me Ohio State. What's the spread? Seven and a half. Yeah, I'll lay the points. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I was tempted to pick Michigan, but those two factors right there um, led me to pick Ohio State. Um, however, you know, you talk about we hating both of these teams. Still one of my favorite trolls ever was when Ohio State trademarked the Ohio State University, which is one of the – things people hate the most about them because they're mm-hmm. so arrogant. Um, Michigan Twitter went and put the University of Michigan. <laughs> not of. And I was That's like, fantastic. That is one of the greatest trolls I've ever seen. And very fitting for this uh, 
And so, uh, regardless of how much you hate their team, you got to appreciate that one. Um, but yeah, like I said, Ohio State, the points. Yeah, I'm I'm taking Ohio State. I just this Michigan team is suspect, man. Um, after they should have lost to Burt last week, so I yeah they. Ohio State is too. I mean, they they've had some some close games too. I mean, Maryland, they had to play all four quarters to beat them. So, um, but yeah, I think like you said, losing last year and it being in Columbus as well. So yeah, I think it all points to Ohio State winning this game. So yeah, and I'll lay the points as well. Um, because they also have the better coach. <laughs> Not not the be- not the highest paid coach, but the better coach. That's that's another reason why I can't stand him because he's overpaid for nothing. Um, just the Jimbo of the North. Exactly the Jimbo of the North. Um. So all right, Oregon versus Oregon State. This is a big one for my family because I have family that live up there and their house is divided. Um. Mm. Yeah, so Oregon is a three-point favorite, but it is in Corvallis. Is that where? Yeah, that's Corvallis. Corvallis. Yeah, yeah, that's where Oregon State is. So Oregon State's ranked twenty-third in the nation this right now. So, all right, Wes, who you got? Mm, I I normally root for Oregon State in, in this. Uh, I like them as the perennial underdog, but uh, I, I think Oregon's got too much. Um, and in spite of Bo picks, I think the, the defense and the overall talent of Oregon is just going to be too much for the Beavers. So give me the Ducks and the points. All right, Rob. Same. I'm doing a triple not, not so fast tonight, man. Uh, give me the Beavers because I don't like Bo picks, and I don't – I think – he, you know, a lot of people are talking about him for the Heisman, and like, and and people are all over him. The media is just loving on this dude, and 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 I guess they have amnesia, and and forgot that. <laughs> I'm sorry if you can't do squat against SEC defenses, you're not the best player in the country. But they forgot Correct. that. Correct. <laughs> but they forgot that. So, yeah, I, I think he goes into uh, Oregon State and he squashes any any shred of a chance he ever had at having at, at going to New York. And I like Oregon State. I think, you know, as you said, they're the perennial underdog. They just beat Arizona State um, and Cal. They had a close game against Washington. They've, I mean, they've looked good this year, man. Their only losses were against uh, USC, Utah, both very good teams, and uh, Washington, who also is a good, a good team and has you know, played well. So, yeah, I like the Beavers, man. Give, give me the home team because this game has got has. This is a really a good rivalry too because I've seen a lot of. Uh, really bad Beavers teams beat Oregon. So, all right. Uh, we got one more. Yeah. Notre Dame versus USC, the Bush push. 
All right, so USC is a five-point favorite at home. Wes, who you got? Oh, it's really difficult to pick a team in this game because I'm not a fan of either one of them. Um, but I am rooting for chaos. So give me a Notre Dame team that's had more convincing win over their solid competition like Clemson and Syracuse over a USC that's squeaking by the likes of Arizona, Cal, and uh, losing to Utah. So let's let's get Notre Dame to finish this season strong, make it nine and three, and USC drops in the polls. And uh, yeah, Irish. All right, Rob. Uh, yeah, we we all hate both of these teams, but we affirm against the papers. So give me USC, and I'll lay the points. I'm not. I'm not picking the papers. Come on. I'm right there with you, bud. I, I can't. I cannot pick Notre Dame for the life of me. Um, just it's just not. It's not in me. But in this particular game, Lincoln Riley has the opportunity to be the first Pac-12 team to go to the playoff since what the very first playoff. <laughs> like was that? No, Washington went in 2016, I think. I I knew that Washington was the last one, but I was thinking it was like the first or second one. But I may be. No, Oregon uh, demolished Florida State in the first playoff. And then I think it was Washington a couple years later. Oregon went to the national championship in the playoff era? Yeah. Oregon, Oregon lost to Ohio State in the first that's playoff right. national that's championship. Right. Yeah, yeah, I remember that now. Because that's that's when because uh, w- Oregon in the first round played Florida State and uh, they had uh, Manti Teo's girlfriend sack Jameis Winston. That's right. Yeah. That weird fumble fall that he did. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like USC. I, actually, I don't like USC, but I think they win this game. <laughs> just because they've got a lot more riding on this game and it is a home game. And so, yeah, give me the Trojans, give me the points and let's see them. Well, I say punch their ticket to the playoff, but then they have to win next week to do that. But yeah, I think they win. All right. Well, that is it. It's been a, been a great cast. They were making fun of me for saying that earlier. I had to do it again. But yeah, it's going to be some good football. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love rivalry week. Just like you said earlier, Wes, man, this is the greatest, in my opinion, it's, it's my favorite week. Um, I just wish, you know, Arkansas and LSU played again. <laughs> that would make, make the week so much better. But alas, here we are. But we're still looking forward to some good football games and then and some really good ones next week too. So I'm excited. But till next time, remember brothers, let your light shine before men so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. And we'll see you in the chat.